asshole hurts. Welcome to Discretion Advised. I'm desperate for attention here with my co-host Mark McNamara. How are you, Mark? I am well, unlike your asshole. What happened there? I don't know. Okay, that's not age. <laughs> I've had too much fiber and like I didn't. Uh, we don't need to talk about all that. Okay, that's fine. That we'll leave it. We'll leave I it. I did yourself. too many squats. <laughs> that's not what happened. <laughs> I had too many. I did too many squats. Too many lunges. Too many. Uh, the fire How you doing? Yeah, I'm well. I'm very well. Things have been a little hectic, but I like it hectic. Yeah, you've been killing the shows in the Pines. <clears throat> oh my God, we had Jiggly Caliente and Rafael Alencar last week at play in Fire Island, and by no one's request, uh, Jiggly just drank Rafael's semen right down the gullet like a pelican. Are you it's serious? Quite... Well, I did a talent portion of the show in which Jiggly did a lip sync from Drag Race for Your Mind by In Vogue, and then it was Raphael's turn. So he said, I'm going to jerk off. I'm going to come. And then as Jiggly was backstage, he said, well, who wants this? Jiggles, Jizzly, Jizzly did. So then she jumped up on stage and he came all in her drink and on her straw and then the, the mouth. But she's a great sport. We actually have her on the show today. <laughs> I can't tell off. if you're kidding or not. No, I'm ki- I'm not kidding. I sent you guys the video to which you guys did not respond. <laughs> I sent you and Cameron the video. I thought you said neither of you responded to that. <laughs> it's so funny you mentioned that because I've been I I saved that video because when I have to host for you, I was gonna say like we need to go over this game you said that you said was a really good game. Wait a minute, I thought Did we you not to... first play on the the game. No, I'm saving it so when I prepare for the show. Well, wow, I guess I'm gonna watch it later. Caliente eating Ravel seam. <laughs> and then here's the thing: we didn't get we didn't have the boat stopped running, so I had to take Jiggly through the meat forest. And it was too much. So then we went on the beach to walk home like at 2 a.m. And we ran into a shark that had beached itself, but it was still breathing. So I grabbed it by the tail and I threw it back in the ocean. And it was it was just one of those nights. It was one of those nights that, uh, you know, jizzy thing is possible. But uh, guess who we have this week? We have Margaret Josephs from The Real Housewives of New Jersey this Thursday in the Pines. And then John Hill is going to be hosting for me the week after that, June 29th. So go see him. Natalie Joy Johnson is going to be back. Ricky Roman's going to be there. So we have some fun shows coming up. So don't miss that. We can't promise jizz. Yeah, just to clarify, when I was there the last time, we weren't allowed Mm. to even show nudity. So how do you get from nudity to full release well we weren't allowed necessarily to show nudity because we were filming the podcast and we can't show nudity on youtube but with if no one tells you or if no one like tells or goes on a podcast and talk about it then you can do whatever the fuck you want (laughs) okay well i would like just to say i want I want them to have live sex. I think that's part of why people want to go to see play in the Fire Island Pines. I think they need to just... Well, then fuck them. Well, I'm not going to fuck them. Why not? Natalie's going to fuck them. Why not? And I'm definitely not taking anyone's seed into my Diet Coke. But uh, I would like for the people who are professional sex workers to do what they Mm -hmm. do best and perform for the crowd who has paid a cover charge to enjoy their uh, art. Okay. Well, let's ask. You know, Jill Zarin was on there a couple weeks before, and uh, she got plowed on stage. That's right. 
Just annually, though. Just, no, she didn't. But she is going to come back. You know what? She did give me a little tea. I think she's secretly filming the Ultimate Girls trip right now. She didn't confirm that with me. I think so, too. But she what? was a little suspicious about it. Hmm. Um, but she told me a lot about her past. Like, back in the day, she's like, I used to love Coke and Quaaludes back in the day. I'm like, Jill Zarin. I mean, now she doesn't. She She's a businesswoman now. But back in the day, she... Businesswomen do Coke and Quaaludes loot. all the time. Is Quaaludes still a thing? Like, do people... No, they stopped making them. Who stopped making them? The manufacturers of Quaaludes. It, it was a pharmaceutical Quaaludes. drug. Quaaludes. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they stopped making them in the 80s. All right. Well, speaking of Quaaludes, Worship Me is out now on NakedSword.com. You can see all those scenes. And then we have the final. In one month from today, actually, the sword's final cut is coming soon, July 19th to NakedSword.com. John, we talk about my job a lot, but I want to talk about your job because I saw that you posted a picture with Chelsea Handler from Sirius. How is that? How is she? I'm such a fan of hers. I've always been a fan of hers. I love her. I look up to her. And when she was on our show, I just ate it up. I thought she was really fun and present and such a, you know, at the top of her game. And hearing her talk about her stand-up and her kind of process and being really funny in the moment was a definite highlight. Because I'm usually with these guests, I'm on, I'm remote. Yeah, exactly. So it's nice to be in the studio with her and... Uh, yeah, it was it was great. I love her. Yeah, because a lot of people say that like comedians, professional comedians, when they're not on, it's like a nightmare. But she seems like a really cool. Oh no, she was person. so cool. Um, and also speaking of my career, thanks for coming to my show. You too, Cameron. You can just uh, nod. Okay, and smile. John Hill's show. Um, it's well being check. What's it called exactly? Well-being Wellness check. check. Wellness check was. Absolutely amazing. I've never been so impressed by John Hill. It was... Thank you for coming. But it says a lot. You were so fucking good. You you were... I know we, like, said the last one was really good, but this one blew even that one out of the water. So if Wellness Check comes to your city, I told John a million times he needs to go tour this around the entire world. It's really just that good. It got better even since when you saw it. I was... My voice was bad. My piano was bad. You're not. Your piano was good. Um, Your voice was good. And it was really funny the way you tell your stories and it's just an absolute entertaining hour and i love you highly highly recommend it was i texted him after holy shit i need to step my pussy up this was so good (laughs) i know mark mcnamara and the pines but i try well thank you you. next time speaking of like stepping pussies up have you seen love and death the mary Kay ashley olsen thing the whole thing it's elizabeth olsen true story candy Candy. montgomery from true story in texas hacked up her friend to death and got away with it spoiler alert it's a true Um, story well i didn't know anything about it i was like fingers crossed that she gets off but like my question that i took out of that is that the guy that she has affair with he only ever fucks in one position like whenever we see him having sex with his wife or with Candy, he's fucking in the same position. Like, well, I would direct how... that question to David E. Kelly, who made uh, Ally McBeal, Big Little Lies, and Ally McBeal, <laughs> and is married to Michelle Pfeiffer. I think that's a directorial choice. I think the real person we don't have documentation on what position he fucked in. But uh, is that normal? Like when you have sex with with a gentleman, like how many positions are you doing per session? Four. <laughs> Like four penetrative? Oh. Yeah. But then... 
got choked up. <laughs> like, yeah, is it I mean, normal? For, do people outside of like even the gay world are straight people just having sex in one position? Is that why they're so angry? Uh, I think the the. I mean, I don't know what everyone's doing. But you I just start asking people. How don't many you try positions. to? I try to mix it up. You got to mix it up. One position seems very odd, and that just caught me off that. guard. David E. Kelly. I think it, you like the ones you like, though. There are some go-tos. There's some heavy hitters. But remember, also in this show, which is on Max, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, these couples were very Christian. They were very much. They were going that to marriage sense. workshops. They were going to a marriage workshop, which was kind of in the '80s, trying to get the man and woman to get i mean they might have said you know missionary is the only way or but when you're having an affair you might want to like spice it up and ride a dick she was making him potato salad before sex i don't think it was about the spice that's true she probably had raisins in it yeah all right you want to move on to thought topics i do well this is an exciting day because this segment of hot of thought topics is sponsored by something i can't live without Magic pads. I'm so happy you like them because I absolutely swear by them and I use them all the time. And I use them four times on, a day. It's just same amount as uh, amount of sexual positions I use. Four. Okay, good. Magic Every number. Magic swipe, number. Swipe that slate. <laughs> <laughs> so magic pads are an exfoliated and illuminating road to more perfect skin. The magic pads are the best way to wipe the slate clean for your perfectly camera-ready skin. They're available on Amazon and themagicpads.com. I really do use them all the time. So when they came on as a sponsor, I was like, I hope people really understand that I'm, we're not just hogging this. We actually love this and use it. I've been giving them uh, as gifts as well. And I do love glycolic. I love a glycolic moment. It's hard for me in the bathroom. If I have like with other products, it's like, this is a great modality for application. They're already mm-hmm. soaked. They're fucking soaked, bitch. Oh, oh they're soaked. Moist, pre-moistened. Yeah. Pre-moistened, pre-soaked, and you just one at a time. It's good for the environment because you're not using a bunch of fucking packaging. Mm-hmm. It's like wipe a good it. bottom. It's ready to go. Wipe it and wipe it and good, just glow. Good. Look glow. at the skin. Look at my... I don't even have a ring light. This is all coming from the glycolic rejuvenation. Oh my God, I can't even see a pore. It's, vagina plastic. You clean that slate clean, cunt. That's right. All right, so get them at Amazon or the Magic Pads. All right, thought topics, go. Ooh, why? Let's just cut to the one that's really bothering me. Uh, mm. I was very, I have PTSD from watching the video of BB Rexa get smacked in the face with a phone at her concert. Now, two days ago, people were passing around this video of ticket sales for BB Rexa's tour. I have been on a journey with BB Rexa when she first came on the scene. She's an easy target because her, you know, her name is BB Rexa, and. But she really has an amazing voice. The song she does with Dolly Parton is so good. One of the best songs of the year. That being said, her ticket sales video, people were passing it around like $5 in Atlanta, $7 in LA. People were like, what is this tour? What is she doing? And then insult to injury, she's out here in LA. New York. Oh, I thought it was LA. Oh, LA Mag is where I first saw the story that was breaking. Now here's the thing. It scared the shit out of me. I feel for her. I'm embarrassed for whoever threw that. And I want her to rise like a phoenix. <laughs> I'm for that. This is, this is, I get it. I, You're I mean, for I don't, throwing a phone? No, 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 no. I do not condone violence. I don't like it. But 
I need more information because I have been known to throw a shoe at Alexa if a BB song comes on. So I don't know if it was just like a near jerk, jerk reaction from the guy. He heard her sing and was like, what? Stop. No, she has a good voice. Okay, great. I'm just saying like for me and really my personal, voice. I don't like the whole uh, throwing. I don't like what happened. I do. I liked when a shoe was thrown at Bush. Like sometimes I like a throw. This time I don't like. I don't like a woman getting hurt. I don't like a fan throwing anything. Right. So no, also, you know I what? don't condone it. But I kind of you know what hurts. This is a heavy fucking object. She had and three you know stitches in your face, and when you watch the video, it hits her like a brick like, stone wall. It is a, a brick to the face. It is big and hard, and it hits her, and she looks like she just got no one died literally hit in the face by a flying object, and then she. I hate the video. And then, I mean, you look around. It looks very were, painful. I feel I'm on the BB attention. train now because I do, I agree like you. I want her to rise from this ashes. Maybe she can go up and sell tickets for $9, $10 next time because this is, this is going to be her moment. People are now rooting for her. You know, she was I in the middle like of singing the song. The song she was singing was best fucking night of my life. I can't say I know it. Cause <laughs> well, I'm I know, but it's that just shoe. Yeah. Don't throw anything. Don't strike don't, anyone. Don't. People are performing. If you don't like it, just leave. There's no reason. Throwing to throw your a phone. shoe at George Bush because That's he different. is uh, slandering your race and killing your people. That's why I said I like that throw. Putting a pie in Anita Bryant's face for I agree with that too. Gaze, That's okay. A pie is soft. It was mostly Cool Whip. This yeah. is a T-Mobile Galaxy Max iPad. I mean, it was mm -hmm. big. Choose choose the right moment to throw an appliance. Yeah. It wasn't here. Wrong place, or just wrong throw time. ass like me. Oh, God. Erica Jane says she's too old to remember all of her sexual partners and says, I quit counting, end quote. I, I don't know my number. Do you know how many people you slept with? I remember remembering. Does that make sense? I remember mm -hmm. there was a time That's in my life where I was still like, oh, my gosh, I'm like, you know, saving myself for marriage or whatever. I kind of had counted the amount of experiences I'd had, but that I quit counting a long time ago. How old, how old are you when you first had sex with a man? Sex is what? As defined? Penetrative and the butthole. Oh, I was a freshman in college. I was 19. Oh, younger than me, slut. <laughs> I was 23. But I was in love and he was my monogamous platonic. I mean... <laughs> Monogamous and <laughs> He was my boyfriend. He was my husband. Well, mine first was my boyfriend too, but I had dated women all the way up until 23. I did not. Have speaking sex of bi, we have some. We have bi and pansexual. We have the bi or pansexual bachelor. Maybe he'll clear up which one he is today. And then we have Roman Todd from the Swords, who's also a pansexual. So just a little, little clue into what's happening later. Roman Todd is so cute, and he's such a great actor. But he lives off of gummy bears, so I don't know how the fuck he has that body. That's all I ever see him eat is like nerds and like smarties. Porn stars I've noticed eat a lot of candy. A lot of candy. There's a lot of candy on set. What is that? I don't know if it's just like the sugar rush that gets their tits perking. I don't know. We'll ask. These are these are burning questions. Stick around. We'll find out later. Yeah, I'm gonna ask why so much candy. You know, I worked on a straight porn for Vivid in 2008. Did you ever know that? No. One of my jobs in between were doing uh, Tori and Dean in love and Kathy Griffin, my life on the D-list season five. There was an in-between time and I worked for World of Wonder and we did a show for Showtime after dark called 
Deeper Throat. And it was about the girls of Vivid remaking Deep Throat with current girls. And it was a documentary series with like a little titty here and there. Um, but it was about the making of this porn. And so I would go and shoot, like I shoot these other reality shows, and just frame out the penetration. But it would be about the story, about this girl turning 18, and it was her first porn. It was really toxic <laughs> but uh it was a very funny uh sasha gray was in it was like her first like thing she was uh, sasha gray is that the girl from dirty yeah. dancing well, that's jennifer gray i think that that would be a different vibe okay anyway um big rumor on the internet is that miley cyrus might be performing at the super bowl halftime show i can see this happening i believe it come on I mean, she recently did it, that interview where she said she doesn't want to go on tour right now. That is not her, where her mind and body and soul are at. So maybe, but do they decide this early on? No, they won't say I it I think until... this is just a rumor. Oh my God. So who is, who would you like to see perform at the Super Bowl? Who's your, who's your ideal? Actually, I think she's a good option. She's very American, mm -hmm. you know, she's, her songs party in the USA and shit like that, you know, mm -hmm. do it to it. I would like Janelle Monet. She's not going to perform at the Super Bowl, honey. But not just her. It's a three. It's a three. It's a three person. It's Janelle Monet, Drake, He's and Reba McIntyre. Reba. They should do an all country. That's what they should do. They should those do a three. No, no, the, country I mean, those three together. Not. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm going with you for the bit, but yeah, <laughs> it's not a bit. It's what I want. Janelle just released her a new album. I really like it. I know it is because she's so amazing, but I don't I know if she her. really uh, vibes with Reba, although who am I to say I'm not a lesbian? Would you not want to see Reba and Janelle doing fancy with like a rap break from Drake? 100% I would. Okay, that's You're all I want. You're a genius. That's all yeah. I want. Um, I can't tell if I was getting the finger from camera to wrap it up or if I was getting a continue to go. Now you're just holding it in the air. Oh, one one oh God, one minute. Okay. okay. What else you got? Let's talk about the Nevada sex workers who offer the Golden Knights a free orgy after the Stanley Cup win, you know, mm -hmm. into it. I, it says that, okay, so the, the, the worker's name is Alice Little, but it says licensed sex worker. What is that? Am I missing something? Are there licenses? Well, in Nevada. Oh, so like escorts have, like they go through a course? Yes, they go through a course. It's very strenuous. Do you know this answer? You're just gonna fuck with me. No, I, but I think a licensed, you know, it's. Is it like a real estate agent's license? Like, do you have to go through a course and take a test, I think or it's just apply? Less about the course and more about like registering with the state that you are in fact a labial professional. A labial. Well, she claims that she's the highest grossing sex worker in Nevada, and she says she's offering the most extravagant. Orgiastic, orgiastic's a word, sex party. Oh. The champs will ever experience at the Chicken Ranch Brothel, which is a 40 acre campus. Been there. So I have a lot of questions about this. Can we get, note to Cameron, can we get Alice Little on the podcast as, as a call in? I would like to ask her about this licensing course. Note That's to all. Cam. Note to Cam. All right, we'll be right back. All right, that was that was Thought Topic, sponsored by the Magic Pads. Again, you can get them on Amazon or themagicpads.com. We love them. We live by them. They are the, the reason for John's beautiful, clear skin. Mm. And we will be right back with Roman Todd and the Bi Bachelor. Josh, we'll be right back. Wow. 
Welcome back to Discretion Advised. I'm still desperate for attention here with Mark McNamara. Welcome back. Uh, wow, do we have some amazing guests with us now from The Bachelorette. Hi, Josh Cider. Am I saying that right? You are, yeah. Just Damn. like apple cider. Yep. That's right. Yeah. It's like the Streisand rules. E-I is yeah, exactly. I. Yeah, okay. It's German. Yeah. Well, Danny. welcome to the show. Welcome, Thank you. Josh. Thanks for having me. And you know our next next guest from over 50 scenes on NakedSword.com, including the new Swords Final Cut coming out July 19th, Roman Todd. Hi, Roman. Hello. Did I pronounce that correctly? Todd? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. All right, Josh, congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, but I have, I have some questions about how you guys met because there's an article from Query that says that you met David and he was also an, a, an, a dancer with you, like exotically? Like, yeah, exo- yeah, strippers, yeah, male strippers. Oh my God, <laughs> tell me about that life. Like how, did, how, how, how? When was uh, this? Uh, when was what? When were you a stripper? Well, I'm still a stripper. I've been stripping since uh, 2012. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's your go-to move? Like, what do, what do they want uh, when they see a stripper? I mean, honestly, like, just body rolls, like, it, what you see on TV. Uh, it's less about dancing and more about entertaining the crowd, at least that's my opinion. So I just try to, like, stay engaged with the crowd, make eye contact. I'm not, like, the best dancer in the world, so, yeah. So you saw your fiance David, he was doing his body rolls and you were just like, yeah, he's the one. Yeah, well, not <laughs> not quite like that. Uh we we've, we've been touring the country actually for the last like 6-7 months. So, we've been working in close quarters together and um been on the road, you know, touring the country. Um and it's just it's it's been a shit show. Um you know, so ma- there's just so many moving parts with a tour. Um, so it's kind of drawn all of us dancers closer together. Um, so it's just kind of been like a natural thing over time, I guess. Are More you guys like, with like a, a Thunder Down Under or Magic Mike or something? What's your tour? It, yeah, it's similar. It's called America's Lover Boys. Oh, I mean, wow. they're, they're all like this. Yeah, they're all like an iteration of Magic Mike. So and do you just, have to play a fireman or a nurse? Yeah. You do. Yeah, well, I'm a cop. And uh, so uh, he he does a cowboy act. I'm a cop. Um, we have a firefighter. We had some guy that was doing an LMFAO act. That was terrible. He just got fired. Party um, rocking in the house tonight. <laughs> yeah, that was it was bad. So but yeah, no, they're good. Our show's great. Um, so we just had two shows this weekend. So I just got back home. At what point did it cross over where you're like, hey, you and I, you're the cop. I'm the cowboy or vice versa and what do you say we get married what was the moment it crossed the line uh i would say like probably a few months ago definitely just like drive we've had a lot of shows in minnesota and minnesota's not like i mean it's just minnesota it's pretty barren and boring and so we spent a lot of time up there we're actually going back up there this friday um so i would say you know a couple months ago up until the present for sure Wow. Now, Roman, you also have to do like a balancing act with your life. Are you are engaged or you're married? I'm married, yes. You are a married man. How do you balance Roman and your personal life being married? It's uh, very difficult, <laughs> especially <laughs> with uh, the traveling nonstop. Uh, I honestly only see 
I, my wife probably uh, two weeks or a week out of the month, if that. Um, most of the times I'm shooting uh, or uh, doing content or traveling. So, yeah, it's uh, definitely can get difficult. <laughs> so both of you, both Josh and Roman, you identify as pan or bi or what's the difference and what, what do you feel? I identify as, I mean, you can say pansexual, bisexual, either or. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much interested in, in all sexes. Uh, I don't have a preference uh, when it comes to that, but when I've been to the dating aspect of things, I primarily went to either a woman or a trans woman. So, but uh, not dated a man yet, but I've had like relationships kind of per se. Um, but yeah. Now, Josh, you were on the 11th season of The Bachelorette, which aired in 2015. When back then did you identify as pansexual or was this kind of a journey for you? No, it was more of a journey over time. Um, you know, back then it, I was definitely just like straight, the straight guy, uh, straight male stripper guy performing for women. But, um, you know, I grew up very like in a very conservative insular um upbringing i was homeschooled my whole life up until college um by born again christian parents um so it was really only after i got out of the house um into college that i started to kind of like realize that there was uh i guess thoughts uh, like my whole thinking was what my parents had like inculcated into my brain to think so i viewed the whole world from like what they had taught me and it took years and years for that to kind of like sh for me to shed that and kind of embrace my own thinking and my own views and my own opinions about things um and so yeah it it was more you know a couple years ago i came out as pansexual just like i feel like the difference between pansexual and bisexuality at least as i interpret it is pansexuals like they don't care about the what sex you are. It's more about your soul and your personality and your spirit. Bisexuality is a more positive, I am very attracted to men and women. Um, and so pansexuality is like the absence of an attraction to a physicality, how I understand it. Whereas bisexuality is a strong attraction to multiple, not just two. And so I now more identify as bisexual because i'm strongly attracted to men and women but i think it's all up for interpretation and i don't claim to have like the you know the most accurate interpretation of what it is but i would choose to identify as bisexual i think you're pretty spot on <laughs> yeah and now, what Roman, about your fiance is he also pan or bi uh you know, he's You don't more, have to speak for him if you don't want. Yeah, he's more it's fine. Um he's more pansexual. Um but, you know, he's young, he's 22, so I don't know if he really knows what he is. <laughs> <laughs> Roman, when did you start doing porn? At what year? Like how long have you been in the game? Oh gosh. Um I started in 2008, end of 2009. So okay. I was about 23. And has your sexuality evolved since like then you were having sex on camera with men? Did you realize, oh, wait, maybe I like this too? Or how did that work for you? Oh, yeah. So I started uh, dancing as a male stripper, like gosh, <laughs> before porn. And um, it just slowly kind of when I started doing the, uh, the, the work in, in L.A. for uh, Randy Blue when I first started in 2009, it just progressed over the last like 13 years 
I mean, it's really just been a journey where I've gotten more comfortable with my sexuality and who I am as a person and uh, the people that I've met along the way and the relationships I've created. It just opened up a whole new aspect of things for me in life because I was definitely, like Josh said, very straight edge, attracted to women, would only hang out with, you know, guys that were like more of like the bro jock, like, you know, fuck some women and drink some beers, like, um, but it's definitely, it's, it's been a total game changer being in the industry. It's changed my whole perception of life and, and how I am and think as a person, my sexuality. So it's definitely, it's been a great journey, honestly. <laughs> now, Josh, you have had some relations with some reality TV people. You have, you and John have a little something in common. You both had sex or dated with someone from 90 Day Fiance. Is it the same person? Oh, God. No way. <laughs> Who, Who was you? yours? <laughs> me, Kareen? Uh, me, Kareen. Yeah, sorry, me. It was I dated Karini, Yolanda, and um, was there wait and multiple then, ninety yeah, day gals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is there a convention that you went to? How do you meet these people? I, I know, right? Uh, mostly, I feel like it's social media. Is like it's so easy to do anything on social media. So, uh, one, one, I think Yolanda, um, and me. It, that was off social media um but me and karini was totally like i slid into her dms uh but she's crazy um Karini's wait crazy. which one's karini that name sounds familiar she dated paul the arsonist slash terrorist that lives in louisville kentucky oh see i must have missed that yeah <laughs> john is that the same gal that you that is penetrated? not the same gal no i think i know who karini is now oh wow memories uh, she has tattoos <laughs> Uh, Karini? Oh, maybe no. not. Okay. No. I'm thinking of the uh, some other girl. Who's the one you were with? She, her name is Randy. She is one of the friends <laughs> of the people. <laughs> she is famous for resting bitch face. Oh, I'll have um, to Google her. Every week there is a slew of new memes about her resting bitch face. Okay. I, I, uh, John, you have to send me one of these because I don't even know who this woman is. And didn't you meet her at my show? She was at your show? Yes. Oh, maybe I did. Fuck. Well, Did I missed my a chance really to get... bitchy looking woman. <laughs> yeah, that, that was mostly the audience. Yeah. <laughs> she was in the audience. Um, okay, Shit. not the same person. All right. Not well, the same person. Yeah, not but the same. 90 Day Fiance, any any show on TLC is really just, you know, a great place to go for uh sensuality. <laughs> It's a great Eroticism. dating pool that TLC. Yeah. There's smother, <laughs> smothered my strange addiction. I mean, talk about turn on you know, hoarders, six hundred pound hoarders. Life. Yes. Yeah, six hundred pound life. There yeah. you go. What is that one? My my so called unorthodox life. What is it called? Yeah, oh, yeah. return to Amish banging. Yes, lots of options there. Lots uh, of yeah. options. All right, Roman, you are the head of the sword series, and I have made you do some crazy stuff. I've made you have a sword fight by the waterfall, a snowmobile falling into frozen water, cave in the middle of nowhere. What was the hardest thing that you've had to do? Uh, that if I, I said you had know. to do it again and you had to do it again, you, what would you, you say? Now? <laughs> I stepped out of this van in a suit and he hands me a fucking wetsuit and he's like, oh, by the way, you're jumping in the water. <laughs> Like, I didn't well, tell me before. So it was like, uh, yeah. If you would have read the script. You're right. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> reads those. Yeah, right. Nobody reads that shit. No. But yeah, I probably uh, I probably wouldn't want to do that again. It was, it was fun. It was just really fucking cold. <laughs> now, that was really in the fourth, 
the first Source movie. Yeah, you had a wetsuit yeah. under your suit, but you had to fall off of a bridge, and that yeah. water was cold. Yeah. Cold. Yeah, I think I was like shivering, almost going into hypothermia. <laughs> now you've always, you've always said yes. There's no stunts or anything that we've done that you've said no to. What would be yeah. too far? What would you say no to? Um, you were like asking me to get like double penetrating. <laughs> Wait, did you do that? I thought you no. did do that. No. Oh no, that was Bo. But it was yeah. in your hotel room. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. The I scene got with double, yeah. It was you, Rain, and Bo, but you were Bo. double penetrating Bo. And, yeah. Got it. Okay, so we can't double penetrate you. Well, why no. Why is the line there? It seems like you, I mean, no offense. It seems like it, it might be doable. There's, well, there's like, all right, so there's people in the industry who literally make it their priority to sit in their bed and stretch their whole out. And I don't do that. So... Usually when somebody's ready to go and get double penetrated, they've had some practice or had, and yeah, granted, I've done a whole bunch of scenes where I bottom, but that's a little different than having two girthy size. Yeah, I'm always impressed by that because it seems just like an absolute impossible. I mean, I could probably try it, but I mean, like, I've let's never try it. wanted yeah, to. Let's try it. <laughs> I mean, you've, you've bottomed for Raphael Alencar. And so, I, like, uh, I feel oh, like I, <laughs> if you had two, like, extra medium dicks, then that would be the same. Yeah, that would be, like, yes. But I also had to be, like, sky high on poppers. <laughs> mm. Oh, wait. Get, we'll get back to that. But, Josh, I want to go over to you. You have an OnlyFans. What what can we expect if we click and subscribe to your OnlyFans? Yeah, so my OnlyFans, uh, you know, I had a mentor very early on. I started OnlyFans in April of 2018, and so it was kind of like the wild, wild west of OnlyFans. And most people, I think, thought and still think that, you know, you subscribe and it's just going to be people having, like, sex on there and cock and all this other stuff. And for me, I was always taught, look, you don't want your content to leak out. If your content does leak out, you don't want it to anybody that Googles you to be able to see anything um, because you want people to be forced to have to still subscribe to your OnlyFans to see you naked. Um, So basically what that taught me was to be very stingy with what I show on OnlyFans because stuff does leak. Um, So if my stuff leaks, I'm not worried about it because most of what's on my OnlyFans is just me in tight underwear um and artistic nudes and stuff like that so you're not gonna see like sex scenes or full-on nude or anything like that now in my locked messages that i send out to all my subscribers that they have to pay to unlock it's a little more like x-rated stuff but yeah the the stuff on my page is mostly just underwear and artistic nudes and that's worked well for me i've i've stayed in the top one to ten percent for five years um so right now I'm in the top 2% in the world on OnlyFans and I just post underwear stuff. So That's amazing. Wow. And that's funny enough, the same reason why Roman doesn't want to double penetrate. He doesn't want his contents leaking. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah literally. literally. All right, let's play a little game. We're going to have John, Josh, and Roman uh, go against each other in a little game. I'm going to ask you a question about an- another person on this chat and you have to tell me the answer. We're going to start with you, Roman. Do you think John Hill... Is cut or uncut? Uncut. John, reveal her. Uh, <laughs> it's technically kind of both. I have like a in between. 
All right, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Roman the point then, since John has a <laughs> in between. <laughs> in between, he's got a half cut. All right, John, do you think Josh has ever had sex in public? Yes. <laughs> Josh. Yeah, I did. It was actually a hilarious story behind the. So I went to the University of Illinois in Champaign Urbana, where I grew up, um, and it, I had sex behind the president of the University of Illinois' house. He has like a symbolic home here on a. It's like a mansion. I had sex right outside his backyard when I was a senior at the U of I. And you didn't get caught though. No, it was like there's a little wooded area. Yeah, I was is that a ritual everybody's supposed to do? No, you know what? I was, um, uh, I couldn't do it at my place, and then she lived with her parents, so I was just like, let's bang outside the president's house. So it's it always worked. the third option. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, do you think Roman is top, bottom, or verse? Uh, I'm going to assume, from what I've heard, probably verse. Yeah. Roman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, so we have a tie, we have a tie game. I have one more question question for each. All right, Roman. Do you think John Hill has ever been peed on sexually? <laughs> no. <laughs> Correct. Nobody's pissing on me. Nobody is fucking doing that to me. Okay? Nobody is leaking. Thank you. You don't want to leak your contents on you? I can't leak my contents Fuck on you? Fuck out of here. All right, fine. John, do you think Josh... Wait, who do you think Josh, Josh's celebrity crush is? Oh, well, I think I read it in the notes. Oh, damn it. Fine. Then let me switch I did the a question. little research. I'm it's, sorry. It's Timothy Chalamet, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me, let, me, let me rephrase this. John Hill, do you think Josh has ever had sex with a celebrity? Yes. Josh? Uh, D-lister. <laughs> <laughs> Someone from TLC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carini. Carini, exactly. <laughs> All right, Josh. What do you think Roman's biggest fetish is? Um, guess hairy armpits, like stinky, sweaty Whoa, armpits. No, don't. What? You're going to make John throw up. <laughs> He's married to a woman. Yeah, I don't think that's his kink, if I had to guess. I wouldn't say that. John, what do you think Roman's kink is? I bet, I mean, I'm probably like anal with a girl. I think it's just like being surrounded by a bunch of candy while he's having sex because it's all like <laughs> nerd, nerd it's like candy and like sweethearts and shit. What is it, Roman? Uh, I'm fetish for squirting. <laughs> for what? For, what? For, make, for making women squirt. Oh, squirting. Yes. Yeah, squirt. I knew it was a woman like, thing. Like I have a leaking contents. It all makes sense now. Now, how do you, what's your go to for making a woman squirt? Uh, <laughs> a wand, you know the Hitachi wands. It's like no, a glass one, yeah. And you go like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, can I grab? You want me to grab it? Or yeah, yeah, grab it, <laughs> grab it. I've seen the videos. You have to go like, yeah, in there, and then just like really, like it's like a whisk, like you're making fudge. No, it's like, um, it's like a Harry Potter. It's you like your, don't do. I can't. You lost me at Harry Potter. Okay, he's bringing yeah. it out for people who are listening. And that, yeah. you just like beat that yes. box up like so Mike. You turn it on and it vibrates. This vibrates. 
And, and then the next out. thing you know, it's the River it's Wild. Now, where do you want that to gush? Do you want that to gush in your face and you're you're lapping it up, or is there a, a vial you put really, it in? I don't really like the, like liquids and people's contents in my face. Like, so you just want to you want to create yeah, Splash just, Mountain, but you got a poncho yes. on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right makes sense all right thank you so much for being here roman where can people find you uh twitter at romanpinemyc or instagram uh rapture underscore you amazing and josh uh josh cider official on instagram Guys, thank you so much for being here. And you thank can catch you. Roman Todd and the Swords Final Cut out July 19th on Naked Swords. And we'll be right back. We are announcing an award show, so you're not going to want to miss this. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. I am bisexually enjoying uh, everything that's happening today with you, Mark McNamara. And my face is glistening from the magic pads. Just want to like throw that back out there. I use them right before the show. Uh, I mean, they really, it really is. I, I see like, it just is really clear. I know we're going to beat this over the head with the dead horse, but you've got to get these pads. Or it's here. like my skin is, my epidermis is gushing. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I, we have a big announcement, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in honor of the Tony Awards, which just occurred. And I am a two-time Tony performer. Uh, we discretion advised yours truly, us right here. We are going to have our first ever Boney Awards where we are going to give out discretion advised Boney Awards to many different things. Uh, we're going to announce all the categories online uh, now. You can probably go find them now, actually, as soon as. Camera says no. Well, but after, soon, after someone soon. listens to this episode, they can go and find them online. And so, and yeah, here are some of the categories some best top with bottom energy, best performance by two nipples of varying size, best supporting testicle, best position to try at home, best use of a finger, best outdoor activity, best appearance by an indoor house plant. Mark, do you have a few there? Yeah, I mean, I have a list here. I don't, I, I barely paying attention, but I'm sure it was there. Best performance by a featured hole, like maybe like a tops hole. Right. Uh, best pits. I know that's that's you. Best performance by two nipples of varying size. Best supporting testicle. Best position to try at home. Yes. Best outdoor activity. Best appearance by an indoor house plant. These are just some of them. There's going to be 10 categories in all. We will list the categories uh, on our next episode, and then you will have until the following episode till we announce the winners. Does that make sense? I believe at some to someone it will. Uh, and the great thing is you will be able to vote at home. Listeners, you're going to choose the winners. We're going to give you the nominees. You choose who wins. Then we'll have a big, fancy awards ceremony, which will kind of appear like just a regular podcast episode, but it will be an amazing ceremony. We'll get dressed <laughs> up. I, I We will hopefully have some, uh, some um, acceptance speeches from the winners. I really want to see who's going to win best finger best use of a finger that's that's when i'm on the edge of my seat about um i'll wear a wig i i know you're gonna want to see uh we might have to do like a smell test if there's anybody local to la for john to do the best pits category i know that's like a thing that he likes to do not doing it okay well maybe next time these nominations are brought brought to you by throat spray from erwan 
What is that? It's throat spray for marijuana. I, okay. Well, what does that mean? It's for your to lubricate your vocal cords if you use your voice for your job. Oh, really? See, I always some like my throat sometimes hurts after smoking a joint, so I've been like not smoking as much because I'm like, ah, oh, I'm already raspy. If I just got that throat lube, it'll be okay. Don't smoke and don't vape. Great. All right, you want to do a little Bravo breakdown because yeah, there's a, been on? a lot of stuff going on in Bravo. A lot of stuff has ended, like Vanderpump and uh, Housewives of New Jersey, which again, Margaret Josephs will be at play this Thursday in Fire Island. So see you there, June. Is 22nd she going to take come? <laughs> I can't speak for her, um, but we could sure see if what we can get consent-wise. Um, I want to say that I'm not Team Melissa or Teresa. I like them both. Mm. I don't. I think it's so goofy that we have these teams and people are saying, "Oh, well, one has to be fired, one doesn't." Uh, I don't know. What I would have really liked is that when Andy went out to get Teresa after she walked off in the third part of their reunion, is if he cleared the room, cleared the entire room, and kept just. Teresa and Joe. I think he could have gotten somewhere with just the two of them. Take that crazy Louie, a.k.a. Brooks. Take him out of there. Take Melissa out of there. Take everyone out of there. Just have Teresa and Joe. Should have cleared the room. And I think he could have gotten somewhere with just the two of them because they were raw enough and saying how much they love each other that, I don't know, I feel like we could have got somewhere if it was just the two of them. My thoughts on Danielle is that she doesn't have it. I do want her to come back next season, but all season she ran away. Every time there was conflict, she ran away. And then Andy handed her this greatest iconic reunion mo- moment setup of uncovering it, and she fumbled. So for me, she what just do you doesn't mean? have the juice. Like she, Andy basically told her, hey, Teresa and Jennifer already knew this this thing right. with Melissa was happening. They already talked to her. They made you talk about it on camera. They set you up. And then she just kept quiet and she went into her dressing yeah. room and like whispered it to her husband. Like he gave her the setup. He yeah. gave her like if she would have said something there. But again, like she did all season, she ran away from it. And then but then, oh, I have the biggest balls. No, you don't. You keep running right. away from every single that conflict. That seemed uh, a situation of someone literally not comprehending what was happening in reality. And he kept saying to her like are you sure you give a shit about this in the way you you say you are and she yeah. wasn't really getting it she got you got to be quicker i think she will be next season after seeing this so let's give her another chance hopefully she reacts and like plays the game a little better um i'm a little mad at lvp i think it's fucked up that after raquel left the lvp stage lisa said she did well it must have been very intimidating that's bullshit that's like saying like Dahmer did well once he took the stand like no shut the fuck up like she did a fucked up thing they went after her i don't like the whole sympathy for her she doesn't deserve it it's not like they like said anything horribly mean they, they talked did about say harry potter and called her things. she's she's got to stand there and take it that, if you're gonna be she that did, crazy of a she person did, though. right but then lisa's saying like oh she did so well that's to me is like a murderer on taking the stand and being like, oh, you did so well, you poor thing. Like, no. Uh, I, I read it differently. I think she said, I apologize. I take full responsibility and I'm really sorry. She kept repeating that for however long she was no, out I'm there. No, I'm not and talking all, about Raquel. Anyone, I know. Raquel did fine, but, but LVP it's, it's was, LVP. I think it was like, oh, you did so good, sweetie. I hear what you're saying. I think she was just trying to say something because she clearly kind of didn't even need to really be there. She didn't need to you be know? there. <laughs> like, she really didn't need to be there. Was, and I think if Vanderpump is going to continue, let's just not have her there. No one needs her. I kind of agree. Okay. 
Good. Oh, wait. We're going to wait. We have Jiggly still to come. Yeah. So let's take a break. Let's bring out Jiggly Caliente. We'll be right back with the Jizz Swallower herself. Jizzly Caliente. We'll be right back. Oh God! Oh God! It's happening. Ugh, I have arthritis and indigestion. Oh God! <laughs> oh, welcome back to the show. I'm John Hill uh, here with Mark McNamara. Listen, just to be completely transparent, Jiggly Caliente uh, didn't come. Although someone did come recently, all in her Long Island iced tea in the pines. But she didn't come to the show today. She's probably busy guzzling load. She was flying in, and I think things uh, maybe been delayed or whatnot. She's not here, but we're going to power through. Uh, and I we'll have a soft spot back. for Jiggly because, yeah, I she'll come back to another it. episode. She we'll was there. The on. first event I ever did with you, Mark, uh, as a part of this podcast, which was play at the Q RIP mm-hmm. in New York City uh, a couple of years ago. She was there judging an ass-eating contest. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I've I've accepted the right job. Yes. Yes. She was there judging a lip sync, but same thing. Same thing. <laughs> On the call sheet, it said ass eating contest. I think that's by what you were me. judging. <laughs> right. But it didn't happen. She ended up judging. Anyway, whatever. She's going to join us on the next episode. Maybe she'll help talk about the Boney Awards. Anyway, um, I want to acknowledge there is a lawnmower. We are recording this on landscaping day in Los Angeles. And, I, you know... I don't care about your electric cars. I don't care. You know, go ahead with fossil fuel. But leaf blowers walking around, like just sweep some shit or just let the leaves be there and biodegrade. I just think leaf blowers get rid of them. That's one thing. I want to tell you about a couple of shows that I've been watching, Mark. Black Mirror season, I guess, three, four. It's so good. Get into it. You're, I love Annie Murphy, a, yes. so I will watch it just for her alone. I've watched a few seasons of it, and I've hopped around episodes because it's you know an anthology. You don't have to watch it in order or anything. I like it. so And I really, really love Annie Murphy. So Such a little a bit of Alexis. Selma Hayek. It's really, really good. And since you're a stoner, I think you should smoke a J and watch it. Um, I was high last night, and I thought of something that like I don't think we ever got to the bottom of. Kalisa's song, My Milkshake Brings All the Boys to the Yard. What is she talking about? Like, are boobs milkshakes? Like, what is the milkshake? What's the thing that's bringing people to the yard? What's the milkshake? Is I it thought like the, it was way, the she way, moves? way she moves her ass. Yeah. The way she and it's not boobs. I don't. Joe thought it was boobs. And I was like, I don't think it's boobs. No, I think it's her, the way she shakes her ass. The, the motion yeah, like the, the ocean. But why the motion of the milk? milk? Huh. Well, we should bring her on and ask her about that. She's busy with Bill Murray. Bill Murray, that's who it is. Because I saw in our thought topics that Al Pacino was expecting, like he's 83 and his girlfriend is 29 and they're expecting their first baby together. I got confused because I thought he was with Khalees. But it's Bill Murray and Khalees? Bill Murray and Khalees. They bonded over bereavement. Whose? She lost her husband to stomach cancer a couple of years ago, or maybe a year ago, and he lost his second wife and brother. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I wish them well. You too. I wish them well. Maybe we'll ask Bill about this milkshake. Milk is good for bones, and he uh-huh. is probably suffering bone loss. Boniva, Activia, he needs calcium. All the milk he can get, yeah. 
Good. I mean, this is the same stuff we would have talked about if Jiggly was here. Do we have any other news that we didn't cover that we could talk about? I have unfortunately put my phone away, which is usually how I do my <laughs> notes, but let me unlock her. Uh, tell me what I... I want to know like some other tips for what I do when I... Let's tell the people where they can come see play on Fire Island. Play. Well, it's in the Pines. So the uh, Fire Island has two sections. It's like Fire Island Pines and Cherry Grove. Cherry Hole. Cher- yeah, exactly. So they're both very LGBTQIA+++. Um, one is more gay men, the Pines, and one is more lesbians. But the more time goes by, the more mixed it gets, which is great. Our show is in the Pines. It's at the Pavilion. It's every Thursday. Doors open at 1030, shows at 11. So when I'm there um, without you, I'm going to sub for you. Mm-hmm. And no one's ever done this. I got it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be they a mess. They canceled it in the past when I wasn't there. So you're the first one. to the occasion. <laughs> I know you will. It's going to be, I won't be any substitute for actual Mark's uh, brilliance, but mm-hmm. I'm going to try. You're going to nail it. They're going to be like, Mark, don't come back. We love John every week. But what are your tips for me? I need, I need a little help. Do so you hear I this is trash day. Is that, that's what's going on too. God damn! Wow. I'm t- I got to get out of LA. I have to move back to New York. Move back to New York. We can do the show in person. I we want could, to. We, we could do our our final it our uh, traveling so circus we've been better. wanting to do. Give me tight wire act. Sick of this do shit. Do it. LA's Let's make a plan. Fun. When when would you like to move here? Give us an, a, a realistic timeline. Don't say immediately. Well, why don't I wrap out my lease? I wrap out the rest of this year. I'll get there in like. April of next year or something. That's realistic and that's acceptable. Yeah. Okay. And by that point, you need to get rich. We can make that happen. <laughs> Speaking of, those who are, are, are uh, watching, I'm wearing a Disc Ad Pod discretion advised shirt. Should we have merch? Should we make merch like this? Does anybody want a shirt yes. that says a wiggle fit? Like, who? what no. do we need to put on a shirt? <laughs> yeah, or I want a Boney Award. Exactly. Or Best I pits. Jiggly ate my jizz. There's jizz a, we have a lot of different. Send us your, your suggestions on some merch. What would you like to see? What would you like to wear? Um, I had this one made. It's made very poorly. That's why I'm wearing it on the podcast. Because if I stood up, it goes up to my belly button. Secretion advised. That's what it looks like it says. <laughs> well, you might be. So, well, um, Mark, I what? hope you have an amazing day. I hope the same for myself. <laughs> uh, but no, the I'm watching those... the final edits of Final Cut. It's it's the movie is done today, so I'm watching the very final parts of that. I can't wait for you guys to see it. And you can see Mark every Thursday in the Pines, except for the 29th of this month, where I will be there doing my best. Are you bringing a wellness check anywhere? What's your next show? The 25th of July and the 18th of the 18th in Provincetown of July and. Uh, the fucking can we go to provincetown in august can we do a yes. show in august july it's gonna be hard gonna be though nuts. we have Why? to plan for next we have to start planning for next summer now oh really it's that bananas it's hard yeah just kick tina burner out of whatever she's doing for the night <laughs> maybe the only reason i'm doing i get to do my show is because someone canceled like the day i emailed them oh, at shit. the post office well that's yeah. good maybe we'll just come there and support and view and then we'll think about next year doing but something else. Those queens in P Town are discad pod listeners. I got catcalled when I was walk a bunch when I was walking down the street by very sweet, cool people, not trolls. Like oh. sometimes. 
well, awesome, fun, cool people. friends of show. Well, at thank you, Dick Jiggly, God. for being here. We love you. Jiggly, we wanted to talk to you great. about you were great. You were just as present as you were in All Star Six. Jizzly Swaliente. We talked a lot about your escorting career today. Yeah, we'll talk behind your back, bitch. Yes, I wanted to ask her if there was any beef between Manila and her because Jiggly does drag queen Philippines and Manila tried to do her own little drag show there. So I wanted to see if there was beef with that. I wanted to hear if any drag bands were going on for Pride, but we will just never know. Never know till next time. Thank you, Magic Pads, for sponsoring Thought Topics. Again, Magic Pads are the best way to wipe the slate clean for perfectly camera-ready skin. They're available on Amazon and themagicpads.com. John Hill is using them right now wiping that little cum crusties off of his chin. Thank you so much for listening. You can watch the full podcast episodes on YouTube and subscribe to our newsletter over at discatpod.com. We have and a make sure you're following. Yeah, we sure do. And make sure you're following us on all the socials. Oh, give us five stars, 25 stars on the um, Spotify, Apple Music. And we're at discatpod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. That's T-I-S-C-A-D-P-O-T. Magicpads.com. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh wait, next time we'll I'll be in Sicily filming, so we're gonna have a little Sicily experience the next episode. So look forward to that and look forward to Ciao. the Golden Awards being nominated. Ciao bello. Bye.